Hey, Catholic Divas, I am really excited to share with you how to hear God's voice through Catholic coaching in this episode. And if you like what you hear, please go to the show notes and just click the link and come and get a free coaching session with me afterwards. Hello, Catholic Divas. Welcome to Cycles and Sanctity podcast. I am Mama Jane, wife to Steve for almost 37 years, mother of six wonderful children, fertility awareness instructor, and a Catholic mindset coach. Are you confused about your cycle? Do you want to learn how charting your cycles can give you insight, not only to your health, but your mental and emotional state as well? And most importantly, using this information to draw closer to God and pursue your path to holiness? If you answered yes, then you are in the right place. Go grab your journal and your favorite pen and let's do this. Hello, Catholic Divas. I hope everyone is doing well and is beginning to enjoy this fall season and the changes. There's just such slightness. The mornings seem to be getting a little bit cooler. Maybe where you live, you're starting to see changes in the leaves. Anyway, today I wanted to address how to hear God's voice through Catholic coaching. As you all know, I am a fertility awareness teacher and coach, but I'm also a Catholic mindset coach. And what came up is a listener from one of the episodes with Kylie Hine on creating a plan for life. She contacted me directly And what she said was, I listened to your interview with Kylie Hine, and I don't think I even know how to pray. And so I wanted to give you a little demonstration of how to coach your own self and how a coach can help you through these. So this is a thought, and we have over 60,000 thoughts that come through our minds every single day, and we don't need to discern all of them. But sometimes what happens is a thought will continue to be running in your head, and, and you sometimes don't even realize what it is, or sometimes you don't even realize the significance of the thought. So what I want to do is, first of all, I want to remind you that Catholic mindset coaching really helps create the space for a client so that they can kind of get clear with all of their thoughts. I don't know about you, but I remember back in the day before Catholic mindset coaching, there were just so many thoughts and I didn't know how to process, especially as a sanguine temperament. I just keep going and going and going. My thoughts sometimes go like a pinball machine. The pinball ding, 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 ding. It goes all over the place. So having a coach can help you kind of calm your brain down and to sort all of those thoughts out by creating that space. And the other thing is, is that a good coach will ask you typically at the beginning, I ask people like, what do you desire? What is your goal? Because many times we need to know the direction that we are going or desiring to go so that we can determine whether the thoughts that we're thinking are helping us get to that goal or that desire. And then one of the things that I usually do is then I ask my client, so you have this goal So what's getting in the way of that goal? And then they have thoughts about each of those obstacles. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to take that thought that my listener wrote and and sent to me. I'm going to break it down and I'm going to give you some tools while we're working through that thought so that you can actually see how do I do this at home and how could Jane help me as a mindset coach? All right. So the thought was, what she texts me, I listened to your interview with Kylie Hine, and I don't think I even know how to pray. 
So one of the things that we first ask whenever we say, I don't know, I don't think I even know. Basically what she's saying is, I don't know how to pray. Let's break it down. And typically one of the things we kind of trick our brains and say, well, if I did know, what would I do? And so one of the things that came up when I was pretending to be this client and using this sentence, I don't know how to pray is, okay, well, what if I did know how to pray, then I thought, well, I do pray, but I don't think I'm praying correctly. That's the thought. That's the clear thought. I'm not praying correctly. This is what's coming. I'm pretending I'm the, my client. I don't really know if this is her thought because she just sent me this one little paragraph. But I'm taking this thought on and pretending that it's my thought and I'm going to process it and teach you how to do this. So the thought, I don't know how to pray. And I asked myself, well, if I did know how to pray, then what would I do? And, and then I realized I'm not praying correctly. I may know how to pray, but maybe I'm not praying correctly. That's what came up for me. So as the coach, I would say, okay, I'm not praying correctly. And when I think of that image of I'm not praying correctly, I ask, so what's the image in my mind when I think that thought? Because remember, thoughts are just words and words are visual representations of what's going on in our mind, pictures, right? That's one of the reasons why when we read, like I say, the black dog is running, you wouldn't see T-H-E B-L-A-C-K-D-O-G in your mind, you would literally in your imagination see some sort of black dog running, which is why thoughts are so important. So as I'm doing my self-coaching, I'm thinking I'm not praying correctly. So what is the image that is coming up in my brain when I think that thought I'm not praying correctly? what's coming up for me actually is a ball of yarn that is all knotted. So it's gotten tangled up. And then I would ask, what is the emotion that has that? Because every thought creates an emotion. And when I think about that ball of yarn that's all tangled up, the emotion that it evokes is confusion and overwhelm. And then I would ask myself, or if I was coaching you, I would ask, so when you feel this emotion of confusion and overwhelm, what do you desire to do or not do? And when I answer that question as the client, I would say my desire with that image of that ball of yarn all tangled up and that sensation of overwhelm and confusion, I don't even want to do anything. It's actually, now that I think about it, it's actually more of an emotion of despair or disappointment, desperation. It's frustration. That's really what it goes down to is frustration, that I'm frustrated that I've got this ball of yarn all tangled up and I'm not doing it correctly. So what is the action? I just leave it alone and I don't even try. So now I can see where this thought is leading me. I'm not praying correctly, which evokes this emotion of frustration, really. And then because of the frustration, I'm not even praying because I'm setting it aside. I'm putting that ball of yarn aside. I don't even desire to pray. But 
if I had asked myself at the beginning, what is your desire? I'm like, well, obviously I want to learn how to pray because that's what she texts me, right? I don't even know how to pray. Wow. I listened to your podcast, but then it brought up this emotion, this thought that you guys are talking about stuff that maybe I don't even know about. And maybe I'm even more confused, right? This frustration. So now this is a really, really important question. And this is one of the reasons why I absolutely love Catholic coaching is we ask ourselves, when I think this thought, I'm not praying correctly, and I have this emotion of frustration, and it's leading me not to pray, then is that where I want to go? Do I want to continue on the path of not praying? Do I want to continue on this path of action of not praying? Is that the good fruit or is that the bad fruit that I desire? And obviously, I listened to the podcast because I wanted to hear more about praying. So I have a desire to pray. So obviously, the trajectory of this action and of this thought is not bearing the fruit that I would desire. Okay, so I hope you guys understand that that is just kind of like the preliminary questions and we can calm ourselves down. And even if you just ask these types of questions to yourself and you can take that space and sometimes in the moment you can't, this is a skill. And as you become more proficient in this skill, you will be able to have this opportunity to start asking yourself, self-examining if you have a very strong thought and then you could say, what's the emotion? Or you could do it the other way. I'm having a very strong emotion. So what is the thought? What's the thought that has created that emotion? And then what do I want to do? Remember, catechism says emotions are morally neutral. They're neither good nor bad. It's what we do with those emotions. And that's really what emotions do is they are in our body to cause us to move, uh, either move towards or move away. Okay. Either to go after the desire or to avert the danger which is why we are given emotions. Okay, so then what we're going to do is now we're going to kind of examine that thought a little bit more clearly. We kind of talked about interrogating this thought. And this is the other beautiful thing about Catholic coaching is that we create the space to really stop and think about our thinking. This is what we do as humans is we have the opportunity to think about our thinking. Unfortunately, because most people haven't been taught the skill they don't have the ability or they don't take the time to do this activity. And I promise you, if you just simply practice this, maybe for five or 10 minutes a day, even just taking one thought and process, we call it the reason cycle, taking it through the reason cycle so that we can reasonably discern whether this is a thought that is good or not good. So I'm going to ask the question, what is the tone of this thought? And this is a very powerful question because many times we don't realize what the tone of the thinking is. I'm not praying correctly. So if I sit and examine that thought that I'm saying to myself, I'm not praying correctly, I would say that tone is actually condemning because it's judging how I'm praying, right? And we can decide one of the reasons why it's very important to hear the tone. Sometimes, depending on your family life or your life experiences or something. We've heard in the past where psychologists and personal development people would say like the tape that's running in your mind, right? Someone's told you this thing and it's not true. And that's one of the reasons why we ask what the tone is. As a Catholic mindset coach, I want to know what the tone is for you. 
sometimes my clients will say, oh, that's my mother's voice or, oh, that's my father's voice or, oh, that's the teacher's voice or, oh, that's the coach's voice that would yell at me at whatever practice it was at. And it evokes an emotion or a memory or an event in their life. And then that's where that emotion is being evoked as well. So it goes kind of a little bit deeper. But when we examine the tone of the voice, the other thing is, and this is getting back to how we hear God's voice in Catholic coaching. We know that God's tone when he speaks to us is only a loving and convicting tone. So when he is speaking to us through our thoughts, we can really examine that and decide, wait a minute, this tone is not loving or convicting or calm. It's judging and condemning me. So who do you think would want to judge you or condemn you? Not God. So one of the next questions, when we acknowledge that, we're like, hmm, that's really interesting. I wonder why we call him the enemy, why the enemy would not want me to believe something opposite, right? Why would he want to condemn me? I'm not praying correctly. Hmm, that's really interesting. The next question we're going to ask ourselves, if we're self-coaching or If you come to a coaching session with me, one of the things I'm going to ask you is let's examine this thought a little bit more. How is this thought, I'm not praying correctly, protective of you? How does it protect you? So we have to stop and think about it. Hmm, How is it protecting me? Well, as I'm being the client here, I'm kind of self-coaching right now. I'm not praying correctly. That protects me because if I'm thinking that I'm not praying correctly and it's leading me to an emotion of frustration and then a desire just to give up, then I'm protecting myself from actually having a prayer life and maybe actually hearing God's voice. Maybe I'm afraid of God's voice. Maybe I don't even know, or maybe I don't want... God to see all of who I am. Those are just some thoughts of myself of how it would be protecting me. Hmm, That's really interesting. The other question I like to ask is, how is it useful? Is this thought actually useful? I'm not praying correctly. Is it useful? And then then we go back to the desire. Well, I have a desire to learn how to pray, which is why I listened to that podcast, but it evoked this emotion or this thought of I'm not praying correctly. And then that created this emotion of frustration, this ball of yarn that's all knotted, this frustration. And then it led to not even desiring, like just giving up. So it really isn't useful for me because I do have a desire to pray. I have a desire to learn how to pray or pray correctly. So it's not useful. So here's the really interesting part. Because as Catholic coaches, we understand that we are created mind, body, and soul. And the greatest gift that God has given us is our gift of free will. We always have a choice. We always have a choice to either choose towards God or choose away from God. We have choices in all kinds of things. Unfortunately, many of us, because we don't understand the free will, We have allowed ourselves to abdicate our power of our free will to other things because of the circumstances around us. And in reality, it is the choice of our thoughts. So this is one of the most important 
questions that I like to ask is, now that we are understanding that this thought, I'm not praying correctly, is condemning and judging, it doesn't lead to praying more, which is what you've desired, and it's really not useful to you, would you choose to, do you want to continue thinking this thought? Well, not really. I don't know. And sometimes we say, well, yeah, of course, I have to think this thought because of X, Y, and Z, and then we'll go back to the circumstance, right? Because I heard on the podcast, you said, blah, 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 whatever it was. That's the circumstance. So again, our brain is going back and thinking that the circumstance is more important than really what our thoughts are. Then what I would ask is, okay, so let me ask you a question. How true, out of 100%, how true is this? I'm not praying correctly. Have you ever prayed correctly? And then that's where you really get a a good sense of evaluation and discernment of really understanding what's true. Many clients will be like, yeah, that sentence is true. It's 100% true. Oh, okay. So you think 100% true, I'm not praying correctly. And then maybe I would ask, well, okay, so have you ever prayed correctly? Like, I don't know, because I don't know what correctly is. Ah, now we're getting into a little bit more truth, right? So who defines correctly? And now we're going to examine that word. And the client gets to determine and really kind of process that word, like what is correct? What is the image of correct? How would you know if you were praying correctly? That would be a question that I would ask as a coach. And maybe the client would say, or I would even say myself, if I was doing this self-coaching, I would say, well, I know I'm praying correctly when I feel closer to God. Oh, well, that's really interesting. And then I could ask, well, have you ever felt close to God while you've been praying? And then I would stop and say, well, yeah, of course. And then I would maybe bring up some evidence like, oh, okay, yeah, when I prayed this rosary, I felt so close. Or during mass, I was praying and I felt really close to God. He spoke to me or something like that. Now we can go back to that question. So how true is this sentence? I'm not praying correctly. Is it all the time? Do you you always not pray correctly? Or maybe some of the time? And that's when we can now evaluate, okay, well, it's not 100% true because I can identify some instances in my life where I have prayed correctly in the fact that I'm closer to God. I'm feeling closer to God. I'm feeling God and I won, which is really what praying is. And maybe it's only 50%. I'm not praying correctly. So then we're going to ask another question. So what could the opposite be true? Again, all of these questions are self-examining. And what we're doing is we're taking that one sentence and we're really kind of looking at almost like a Rubik's cube. We're looking at it in the yellow side and now we're looking at the red side and now we're looking at the blue side and we're trying to see the whole picture. And now we can really say, if I'm not praying correctly, is not 100% true, then maybe the opposite is true. I am praying correctly. I could ask that to the client and they're like, "Eh, no, I still don't feel like I'm praying correctly, which is why I listen to the podcast. Okay, so that's 180 degrees from this thought. So maybe we don't need to move 180 degrees. Maybe we need to just move five degrees. So maybe we could say, sometimes I'm praying correctly. Mm, Yeah, that sounds more true. Hmm, that's a really good thought. Okay, sometimes I'm praying correctly. 
when you think that thought, what is the picture? Sometimes I'm praying correctly. And then I would say, if I was asking myself that question, I would say, sometimes I'm praying correctly. And then it would go to the times that I do pray correctly in the fact that I understand correctly, meaning when I'm feeling close to God. And I desire to pray correctly. I want to learn more how to pray correctly. And if I think that thought, I desire to learn more how to pray correctly, then it opens up a possibility, an emotion of possibility, an emotion of desire. For me personally, because I love to learn, it's like, yeah, yeah. Now it's moving me towards wanting to pray and wanting to learn how to pray. So then that's where we would ask the client or we would self-evaluate. So now when I think this thought, I'm not praying correctly and I feel frustrated on a scale from one to 10, how true is it? How intense is it? And for me at this moment, as I'm doing this self-coaching with you right now, I would say, no, that's not even there anymore because I know that sometimes I do pray correctly and I want to learn more. And so that gives me a sense of hope and it gives me a sense of curiosity of how do I pray correctly? And going back to that image of that ball of yarn all tied up in knots, for me personally, as I'm self-coaching with you on this podcast, it's creating a desire in me to actually go and get that ball and start to just kind of unknot one of those knots. Isn't that awesome? So I don't know whether this is her thoughts. I would love to coach her and maybe she could take it in a whole new way because I don't know what the image would be for her, which is so fascinating, which is why I love mindset coaching, because we all could have the same thought. I'm not praying correctly. Or maybe you thought when you were listening to the episode, I listened to your interview of Kylie Hine and I don't even think I know how to pray. Maybe you had that thought. Like, wow, they're just talking about things. So I want to invite you to look in the show notes. I have a link where you can make a schedule for a free coaching session so you can actually experience what coaching would be like with me. I just gave you a little bit of an example. And there's a lot of other questions and a lot of other tools that I use as a Catholic coach, depending on what the question is, depending on what the thought is, depending on what the goal is, depending on what the emotions are. I mean, This is the beautiful thing is each and every client is unique and each coaching session is so unique. So I hope that gave you a little bit of insight of what Catholic coaching is and why it's important. I don't know if you noticed as we were reflecting, as I was kind of talking through this, I was coaching myself on this, but I came to a conclusion that instead of the thought, I'm not praying correctly, which was a disappointing thought. It was a frustrating thought. And it was leading me away from praying when I acknowledged the fact that sometimes I do pray correctly and now I want to pray. Now I'm actually going towards my desire because I have a desire to pray and I have a desire to get close to God. And that is the thing that Catholic coaches help you to get clear on your thinking and how your thoughts are connected to your emotions, which then lead you into the either actions or the inactions. And also, this is the most important thing, is understanding that tone. What is the tone of that thought so we can hear God's voice? The other thing in the show notes, 
I have a link for the free Metanoia Catholic Journal. And when you become my client, that is one of the benefits. I just send you the whole physical journal so that you can start practicing this on your own. And one of the differences that I love about this journal is that at the end, the exercise seven, it's, Lord, how do you interpret this situation? And that's when you take it to prayer and you're like, okay, Lord, I'm starting to think this new thought. Sometimes I can pray correctly. We're going back to the example. And then we can really ask him. That is where he creates those new thoughts. And we know that they're thoughts from him because they're going to be thoughts of love and conviction. Many times for me and for a lot of Catholics, the Lord will bring you either a sentence or a scripture verse or a vision of a scripture verse, or if you know your rosary very well, you're like, oh, I remember when Jesus did such and such. And I typically have my Bible when I'm journaling right next to me so that I can start looking up that scenario that the Lord is bringing me. And that's the way you get to hear God's voice through Catholic coaching. Isn't this awesome? So it's not spiritual direction and it's not counseling. It is kind of the bridge between the two because we are helping you understand what your thoughts are and how your thoughts are leading to your emotions, which then lead to your actions or your inactions. And then we get to evaluate whether we want to do those things. We examine it through the reason cycle. You know, is it true? What's the tone? Is it creating good fruit or bad fruit? Is it useful? Is it protecting us? And do we want to keep that thought or do we want to think something else? And what is that new thought? That's where we invite the Lord in and we ask him to show us a new way. So I hope this was helpful for you to hear just my thoughts. I was kind of self-coaching, but I really hope that you heard how I was processing the thought. And I want to invite you to go to the show notes, click the link, Come and get a free coaching session with me and see what kind of shifts you can make a little bit towards where you want to go. If you're stuck, if you're having some struggles, it doesn't matter. It's really amazing that it really doesn't matter what the thing is that you're going to be getting coached on. I can help you with pretty much anything. The Lord has really given me the gift of this this tool and this skill. So I hope this was fabulous for you. One of the other things that I wanted to share with you real quickly about how to hear God's voice, I said the last part of that journaling process is sometimes the Lord will give you scripture. And sometimes if you are not in scripture on a daily basis or anything, then you're not going to remember those scripture verses. But we just closed out our first Uniquely Beautifully You workshop sessions. And one of the things that we do in that program is Lexio Divina, which is really just holy reading. And we will together take a passage of the Bible and we'll examine it and we'll see what the Lord is showing us. And it's really fruitful. It's been a beautiful, beautiful benefit of that program. I hope this was beneficial for you. I would love to hear your comments, your reviews. Please like this and subscribe to this podcast. That really helps me get out there and just share with people who need to hear this. If it's been helpful for you and someone has come up in your mind as you're listening to this, go ahead and share this episode with them. And if you would like to get Catholic coaching, 
Again, the link is in the show notes. You can contact me and I would love to serve you. And as we close, I would like to give you the blessing of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. In the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. May the God of peace make you perfect in holiness. May he preserve you whole and entire, spirit, soul, and body, irreproachable at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, amen. God bless you, and I will see you next week. Hey, Catholic Divas, you know what to do. Go ahead and subscribe to this podcast, like this episode, and give it a review. I would love to hear your thoughts about this coaching.